Welcome to Dr. 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth in climbing the standard ranked ladder. Obviously, Daring Alkaline is not here as he usually does this. Uh, he is unfortunately still not feeling well, so we do wish him the best. Hope that he yes. gets better. Uh, but, you know, and unfortunately we were out last week because two of the three of us weren't feeling well. So it's, I'm glad it's you're about well enough. I, I'm gl- <laughs> Introduce yourself. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let, let's get into that. So uh, I guess I. All right. Only because I know that my my fellow hosts will kick my butt if I don't do this properly. All right. I am your host, Grandmasters and Masters Tour Caster, Dragon Rider. And along with me is Major Death. <laughs> very, very good stand-up yeah. job there. But yes, I am. I am glad we get to do a show this week. I am glad you are feeling well enough that we could do a show. Definitely uh, send send all your good vibes and and well wishes to Daring Alkaline. He is still out, not feeling very well. Sounds like allergies are just really kicking his butt right now, and so I I can I can uh, empathize. I've been dealing with that on and off myself, but uh, hopefully he will feel well enough to join us next week. But I'm glad you and I are getting uh, getting together this week because hey, there's some stuff that's happened since the last time we talked, and there's more stuff coming. Oh my gosh, is there? Yeah, it's this whole like last just couple of days. I like, I had to think about it earlier. I was like, today's Tuesday. I don't know about you, but like, it feels like yesterday and today has already been like a whole week on this. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. So, well, okay. So it has been a couple of weeks because we didn't record last week, but we're going to say last week anyway. So sure. can you please give us last week's poll question? Yes. So a couple of weeks ago, we did ask you uh, a poll question regarding the number of sets for a meta. So we asked you, what is, in your opinion, the ideal number of sets for a good meta? We had 27 votes. Thank you to all of you that voted. And with 55.6% of the votes, you said a five-set meta is what you consider to be the ideal number of sets to make a good meta. That's about a 1,000 cards. I, I ended up looking looking it up, and I was completely wrong on the number of cards. Five-set meta is actually... Or four-set meta like we're in now is 866. I just looked it up, so I know I have the current number, minus the mini-set, of course. So 100 and, 160 cards more would put us in the middle of the next set before the mini-set. And with the mini-set, it'd be about... 1,090 cards. So a five-set meta, 1,000, about 1,090 cards. Four-set meta and six-set meta actually got the exact same number of votes, 22.2% of the vote. So, um, yeah, the people that didn't uh, were even, didn't didn't think five was the best uh, were evenly split among uh, fewer cards or more cards. So, very interesting to to get your thoughts on that. I really really appreciate everyone that voted this week or last week or the week before last week. But <laughs> yeah. However, yeah, what? 
Yes. Time well, we'll is, have another time, poll question yeah. at the end of this episode too, but it it is very interesting. I, yeah. I think you you pointed out that it's evenly split because I wonder if the thinking there is like the six set meta has the most, and like that's when people feel like they you know it's kind of have all the tools they, they could they just, use yeah, to build. Yeah. yeah. And then I think on the other side for four set meta, that's probably I I, I would assume. Maybe that's wrong, but I, I figure it's probably people who are like really excited for rotation. Like, okay, mm-hmm. let's get rid of the old stuff, and then it's it's like feels really fresh. So right. it's it's really interesting. But yeah, it's I, I'm with all the people who uh, who said five set as well. <laughs> yes, same here, same here. So we've got some news that we need to cover. Lots of fun stuff. A big yes. big thing coming this week. Dragon Rider, tell us about what's coming on the 19th. Yeah, yeah. So it was announced at what felt like a whirlwind uh, yesterday. <laughs> uh, balance changes are going to be coming for Standard and Battlegrounds on May 19th. So there was an announcement made via Twitter from the official like Hearthstone account that, mm-hmm. that said, Heads up, adventures! Details on our newest patch are coming May 19th. Look forward to adjustments to both Battlegrounds and Standard, including nerfs and buffs. Now, I will say, and, before I read and, this next part... And buffs! Yes. Nerfs buffs. and buffs! Yes, I love buffs. I'm so ready. Okay, sorry uh, to interrupt. We're, we're going to talk about that. We're, yeah. we're going to talk about those. That's going to be our main topic. But um, I was like, okay details on the on the newest patch coming may 19th so i thought the like announcement of the patch stuff is coming thursday the 19th and then they'll be putting the patch out like the following tuesday Mm -hmm. so i made this whole tweet and then like not even like five minutes maybe after i made that tweet (laughs) then this one comes out from alkali lake and she put out a tweet that said we have some confusion about when the next hearthstone patch is coming out sorry about that patch is this thursday oh my god okay okay so we're getting the information and the patch on thursday uh there was a little bit as well i saw a kind of discussion from deck tech from uh, nick vice right that Mm -hmm. uh, talked about um basically this is a smaller patch and what they do, usually the smaller patches, there's like less time to put stuff out. So that's why we usually get the info the day the patch comes out. But the bigger patches that they have more time and they've already prepared a lot of that stuff. Those are the patches where we get information ahead of time where they announce it like the information on Thursday and then it would come out the next Tuesday or, or whatever. Right. So it, was, so, so it would yeah. seem to me that basically the only, the main thing that is going to be in this patch are these balance changes. There's not going to probably yeah. be, there's not going to be any feature changes. There's not going to probably be much in the way of bug fixes or anything that's going to be in here. This is in, this is a patch specifically to address balance concerns uh, in the, in, in, you know, constructed and, uh, and battlegrounds and uh it's interesting that you know it's not just nerfs we we, we've been hearing people clamoring for buffs that you know we have three classes right now that uh, according to hs the homepage of hs replay have a win percentage of under 43 percent 
as a class. <laughs> yeah. In well. constructed. It is in standard constructed. So it is it is it is rough sledding out there for several several classes. And so nerfs probably weren't going to be enough to to totally address all of that. And so it's nice to see that they're going to be doing some buffs as well. And it'll be like you said, we're gonna we're gonna speculate on what changes we might see uh come Thursday when they announce the and give us the patch notes and then immediately give us the patch right away as well. Yes, yeah, exactly. But you know, it's kind of funny that uh that you mentioned game features because we didn't get to record last week, but Mage, I think you have some game features to share that did come out. Yes, we had so patch we had a patch last week, 23.2 that came out that was primarily uh the content patch for Battlegrounds that added the Naga tribe to to the to the Battlegrounds. But in addition to that, they added some quality of life features that that we've been some of some of these uh we knew we're coming. Some of these we've been asking for for some time. And uh, yeah, we should talk about these because I think they're great. And, and the first one is upgrade to a golden feature. So this is the ability to take a regular card and pay an additional amount of dust and then change it from a standard card to a gold card right so the 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 cool thing is is the cost of the golden is reduced by the full cost of the original that you are upgrading so you, instead of getting the um so so like for a legendary rather than only getting 400 dust for it towards the golden you actually get 1600 dust so it only costs you another 1600 dust to upgrade from a regular legendary to a gold legendary because 3200 dust is how much a a gold legendary costs to to craft so you get the full value of the card rather than what you would normally get if you just dusted it so cost to upgrade from for a common, then ends up being 360 dust. If you want to change a regular common into a gold one, it'll cost you 360 dust. Rare will cost you 700 dust. An epic will cost you 1,200 dust. And then a legendary will cost you 1,600 dust. So I, I think this is fantastic. There has been a lot of times where I've gotten a, a, a non-golden version of a card and they're like kind of disappointed and it's like i would really like to have a gold version of this card but i don't want to disenchant the one for 400 and then pay an additional 2800 on top of the 400 in order to make a gold one this time it'll only cost 1600 dust and it seems a lot more reasonable to do so what do you think of this feature yeah this one's really interesting uh i don't I didn't like expect something like this, but uh, and I wasn't sure exactly how it worked either. So like, thank you for explaining the, the difference there and, and the cost, because it, it makes a lot of sense too. I think in terms of you're replacing that card. So like right. it's giving you the whole thing, but yeah, at the same time, like if you disenchanted a regular one and then crafted golden, 
you were getting rid of that regular anyways. So like, right. this is just, this is an even better way to do it now. If you're doing that one for one, same card trade. So like, this seems fantastic. And, uh, I, I think this is a really cool thing too. Cause I know like even some streamers have like, you know, uh, craft a card or like craft a, a golden or craft a legendary kind of like redeems for their streams. Mm-hmm. And I think doing it this way is also a really cool way to allow even streamers or something to have that as like a redeem and it still doesn't feel like super punishing for them either so because they're you know like you said it's not gonna be like oh disenchant the regular one and then okay and that kind of sucks but yeah it's it's really cool it's not for everyone yeah it's not it's not a feature for everyone but that's okay this is this is totally a whale feature if if you are into gold (laughs) cards well, and you have yeah. a big collection and you've got lots of dust and you've got some cards that you wish you had gotten gold you know you you pull a standard version or a non-golden version when you open your packs and you're like oh man i would really like to have gotten a golden one now you can just pay to upgrade it and and then you get a golden so that's that's really nice uh another feature that we got was the a share a deck code feature through the in-game chat so that is pretty cool. So you copy the deck code from the collection menu. Uh, so you know you go into the deck and you click and you click on the heading to to copy it, and then you click on the friend you wish to send the deck code to in the friends list. It'll immediately pop up a window asking if you wish to send them the deck code that is on the clipboard. You say yes, and it'll send it to them so that they have that immediately. So. No more having to, you know, like copy it from the clip, you know, copy it in game, then go to like notepad or, or, or someplace, paste it, then copy it again so that you can, you know, bring it into, into, uh, into the friends list and then copy it that way. It is, it, it is so simple. It is so ridiculous that it, it feels dumb that it was never there, but I mean, we've had deck codes for quite a while, but I, I'm glad that they now have a way to to more easily share them uh, within the in-game uh, chatting system. Yes. Also, I mean, I because of like exactly what you said, like it do, it has felt like a hassle to try to copy paste things over, and then even from the end of like if you're the person receiving the deck code, and like it's, you it's can't pain, really copy yeah. paste it from in-game. You have to, like, try to go to your Battle.net, you know, launcher, uh-huh. right? And, like, go into the, the your chat yeah, it, there, it, find the it, chat, it cuts copy it, it off. from there. Yeah, it's like, it's, yeah, and it's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, because then, you know, even sometimes, like, I've had the issue where you can't really copy it on mobile either. And, like, oh, how, how yeah. the heck do you, you know, on mobile? So this just alleviates all of that, too. And I think is a, is a good feature for mobile players. It, it, it is. Currently, it sounds like there is some issues with it on mobile that they're trying to work through. But this is something when it is, is working as it's intended to work on mobile, this is going to be a huge quality of life and improvement for, for mobile players trying to get deck codes. Yes. Yes. 
And last but not least, the often requested, it's finally available, a favorite multiple card back. So rather, they actually uh, allow you to select multiple favorite card backs. And then when you start a game, it'll randomly equip one of those random card backs that you have selected as a favorite uh, for the game. So it, you can you can pick um, as many as you want. Uh, if you just they, so they removed the random card back that was in there before that would uh, would go through all of them. If you do want to have any of the card backs. You can actually go into the deck that you would like any random card back for. And there is a check mark option underneath this like silhouette of the card back that says select favorites only, select from favorites only or something like that. If you uncheck that, it's going to select any card back in your collection when you, when you start up a game. So you can either select you know, five or six favorites, rotate through those. You can actually select all but one if you want as a favorite and, and go through those. But if you just want to go totally random like you were doing before this patch, what you have to do is in the deck itself, you have to uncheck the select from favorites and you can do basically the random card back that you had uh, previously. So I, I love this. We have so many card backs now and not all of them i i don't love all of the card backs i have and so i would rather be able to pick the 15 or so that i would like to rotate through and just randomly see one of those uh and now we have the option to do that were you one of the all people clamoring <laughs> yeah were you one of the were you one of the people that was looking forward to this feature you know, I wasn't, I think, selfishly, I, I still want to be able to have three different card backs for the same deck. So when you go in game, especially for like discover options, I want you to see one of each of the three card backs. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if they ever will do that, just because then you're probably going to start getting into the like, if there's certain cards that have certain card back in your deck, especially once you get later in the game, people can like somehow count that, you know, and it'll be like a whole counting cards thing. And like, you don't want that. So they'll probably never do that, but this is still a really cool thing. And it, it mm. does make me want to go in and be like, okay, I'm going to favorite all of the like food card backs <laughs> and then only have like food card backs. Uh, that, that would be fun. Um, so yeah, it's, Again, this is these are features that like not everyone is going to care or like about these features, and that's fine. But they still are very good features. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, and and like I did, I did, I go, I went through, looked at every single card back, and like, do I want to see this? Yes, favorite, and I think I have like twenty card backs that that I'm going to rotate through, and the rest of them are just going to sit back in the collection until I change my mind to decide I want to include them. In in the rotation so didn't think this was necessarily a feature i had to have but i'm glad <laughs> i have it and i'm going to utilize yeah. it now that i have it so but these aren't the only quality of life changes that could be coming down the road celestalon talked yeah. about some other ones this this okay this part two i have not seen this yet so mm. 
I'm going to be sharing this with all of you. Maybe uh, maybe some of you have heard this. I have not. <laughs> but Celestalon teased more upcoming quality of life features in an interview and on Twitter. Uh, so we'll, we'll have that linked for you. But the three new features that are currently being worked on. I'm going to I'm going to read through these first and then we'll talk about them here because mm-hmm. I want to see what they are. <laughs> OK, create a deck with more than 30 cards during deck building. It will be invalid until you drop down to 30, but it will make the deck building process more streamlined because you'll be able to add all the cards you need first and then see how many cuts you need to make. Second change is random hero portraits. Similar to multiple favorite card backs, they want players to be able to pick multiple favorite heroes for each class, and then the game will randomly switch between them each game. And the third one is when creating Battlegrounds parties, the game will make automatic suggestions for friend invites. Whoa. <laughs> <sighs> okay, that, that first one? Uh, like, yeah. yes, other card games how, do this. I do not know how we have gotten gone this long with the game where you can only 29, 30... It's locked. You cannot add more before you you have to remove before you can add more. I love the fact that we can now put, you know, I think it, I think I had heard something about up to like 40 cards and then you have the ability to, you know, you you will not be able to cue the deck while it has that many in there, but as soon as you get it back down to the the limit of 30, then it, then it'll allow you to cue a game. So I, it, it, it's, it, when you're, when we have decks that have a lot of synergies, like, like we're seeing right now, specifically, you think about the mechs, think about pirates, think about like back in the day when like you were, when you were doing things with like Cthune and whatnot, it's like, man, I wish I could just throw all the cards that are, you know, pirates, all the ones, anything that I would consider putting in there throw it in there and then start scaling it back when I see what my curve ends up looking like and be able to pick, pick and choose what I, what I actually want to keep in there. The, the, this seems, this seems obvious, but it, it seems great that they're finally going to uh, potentially include this uh, in a future pat, patch. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, there is a very loud truck, like, revving or train or something like it feels like right outside the window uh yay hotel joys um but yeah this is this is cool um i can't remember which website it is but one of the the deck building websites like when you go to you can do that same thing okay um so i i've seen that when i've done like some you know theory crafting and stuff like that and it always felt very natural because exactly like you said, you're like, all right, I want to throw all these pirates in or something. And then when you're trying to do that in game, I, I don't know if anybody else has had this, but I've tried doing that. And then all of a sudden it's like 26 out of 30 cards. Well, crap. I don't even have like, <laughs> you know, removal or weapons or I didn't even put neutrals in this deck. Like, whoops, I completely forgot about that, you know, and then uh then you have to start taking that stuff out as you add other things. And 
you know, I, I've had a bad habit of like, okay, then I start taking that stuff out and then I go, oh, wait, no, I did want that one thing. What what did I take out again to put that other thing in? Now I got to, you know, and I think this is just going to be one of those things where, like you said, it it seems like it might be a simple thing. It might be a seemingly small or, or you know, however you want to look at it thing. But I think after a while of having it, this is going to be something that we're like, how did we go so long <laughs> without this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love the fact that they're doing the same thing with the hero portraits that they did with mm-hmm. the card backs that I, I have tons of, of hero portraits and and I I definitely have some classes that I have more than one that I like and and so I have to manually go in and switch it, but now we can potentially have mm-hmm. that uh uh you know automatically done by the game when we're queuing. And I don't play a lot of battlegrounds with other other people, but I I think the ability to have it have the game kind of help build a party would seem pretty would would seem pretty handy. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. I think to me, um, like I I don't play a lot of battlegrounds, like uh, like you said as well. But it's like I'm not sure exactly how that works. I, I'm not sure exactly what it will make automatic suggestions means necessarily like is it just going to be anybody that's like on your friends list that's online that's not in some sort of game or is it going to be only people that are like sitting in the battleground main menu like you know i I don't know the intricacies there but that will be very interesting i'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be uh trying that out and stuff and testing it i'm sure we'll get to see it on a lot of streams yeah well, we we also with the patch, the twenty three point two patch, we did actually get an announcement that the heroic ball brawlaceum was finally making a triumphant return to the tavern. Uh, that is uh, where you actually create a deck. Uh, in this case, it's going to be a standard deck, and then you lock it in, and then you play to either 12 wins or three losses, not dissimilarly to how arena works. And you earn voyage to the sunken city packs, dust, gold. And if you get 10 or more wins, golden legendaries as a, as a reward for this. Now, originally when they, when they announced this in, in 23.2, they said it was going to be uh, starting May 18th. About an hour ago before our recording, they actually pushed it back to May 25th. So one week, uh, one week from, from tomorrow or one week from today, uh, if you're listening to this when we release it, uh, be- because of the balanced pay- patch that is coming on the, uh, on the 19th. So, uh, I, I think, I think ultimately this is a good decision to move it back a week, um, Deck Tech has, has had a thread on Twitter talking about how he thought as a player it would be pretty cool to do to do this across two different metas, you know, pre-patch versus post-patch, but really uncool for you to have to pay an entry fee, lock in a deck, and then suddenly maybe your deck kind of sucks after after whatever balance changes they're going to implement uh, could be. So they didn't feel like they could get the word out and make sure people were basically done with their deck beforehand. So this seemed like the best solution. So we're going to have some other, um, you know, tavern brawl tomorrow and for a week, 
and then on the 25th is when the heroic Brawlicium will 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 be there so it gives us some time to potentially feel out what the new meta is going to look like before um you know potentially plunking down because the heroic Brawlicium that you do have to pay an entry fee whether it be gold or 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 real money uh in order to be able to play it Typically, we get a free ticket, but there hasn't been confirmation uh, on whether or not you get a free ticket for this. So, to I guess go go check it out on the twenty fifth and see if you have a a free ticket to be able to to try it out. But um, you interested in the Brawlicium? I I tend I tend I tend to be rather risk averse. Normally, so unless I get a free ticket and I'm playing with house money, I prefer to just, you know, stay away. I think I'm the opposite. Are you? I spend all my gold. (laughs) Awesome. I I do like the Brawlicium's because, you know, because I look at that the table of rewards and i'm like i can get so many cool things i can get so much it's it's a hefty pay-in it's a hefty buy-in price for sure but you you know if you can do at least decent then uh you know you you get some good stuff but Mm -hmm. i actually um because i knew that that was coming i think we're gonna we're gonna be talking about it in a minute but there's some uh there's some portraits in the shop currently that you can get with gold and i thought about it and then went i'm gonna wait and i'll i'll see because i think i'd rather put that 2k <laughs> gold into Brawlicium. <laughs> that's awesome i love it hey i mean so, uh, you know totally different you know whatever whatever you're into if if that's if, if you like high stakes or higher stakes Hearthstone, then this is definitely that because it it feels like like streamers and pro players they tend to just farm this thing for for the week that it's available and and you know so you are facing probably some of the 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 best 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 Hearthstone opponents that you're going to have are probably going to be who you're going to face in the Brawlicium. Yeah, and I, so I can tell you my reasoning too, and I there are probably people feel similarly to me, but I think for me, the heroic Brawlicium is probably as close a thing that we maybe ever will have, but we ever have had to a tournament type mode sure. in the game. And I think that's why I enjoy doing it so much is it's like, because this is my deck, you know, and, and you have other games like, let's say, Magic the Gathering has always been like that. When you go to a tournament, I mean, pretty much, yeah, sure, you have a little sideboard, but like you bring your one deck and mm-hmm. then you play a best of three or whatever, you know, against other people. Like you play your one deck. Hearthstone esports, Hearthstone tournaments, you bring three or four decks or, you know, sometimes one for each class, depending on like whatever crazy uh, format is going on. But I think for me, it's like, I I really like that because it does feel more like this is a tournament. I didn't do a draft thing like I do with arena, but this is a tournament. This is, you know, you get in there and like you said, you're playing against people who typically might be better players because they feel like they can do well enough to get the rewards. So they're taking that risk of buying in. But 
I, I think for me, that's why I've I've always liked it so much. That makes that makes perfect sense. So why don't why don't you tell people about what you're foregoing in the in the in game shop <laughs> to to play the Brawlicium? Yes. Well, uh, we have some more. Uh, I wait. I mean, <laughs> we have more Murloc themed bundles. Murlocs. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let, uh, there's there's quite a bit here. Let me read through these. But mm. oh my goodness, we have some bundles. There's a lot of stuff going on in the shop the last couple of weeks. Uh, there's a Battlegrounds bundle, Spring Rush. It is fifteen dollars. Uh, fifteen US dollars. It includes a new battleground strike called Pedal Power and seven new hero skins. Yeah, then Murloc, you could Murloc get hero the, skins. I think I think they're Murlocs. Yeah, they're, yeah. yeah, some of them aren't. I think I was looking at it earlier. Like one of them's like a baby dragon looking thing. It doesn't really look like a Murloc, but mm. they're somewhat uh, Murloc themed at least. Um, kind of cutesy. QC's type <laughs> portraits. Um, if you just want that battleground strike uh, on its own, that pedal power, you can get that for five US dollars on its own. Um, which, yeah, if you're wondering, the strike is previously the finishers, but they did change that name. Um, so you can get that separately. And then there are basically bundles that have a portrait plus some packs. So we have the Guff Mortotem bundle, 10 US dollars. It is a druid skin. And what what is the tier two? So that that means it's got its own original voice lines and animation oh, when they come okay. in and that sort of thing. So it's not just a reskin of just the portrait. They're at, at with the old voice lines in there. You are actually going to get a Murloc version of Guff doing the voice lines for the druid skin, <laughs> yes. um, and, and a little bit different animation when you uh, when you start the game. Yeah, this has been something they've been doing this for quite a few of these uh, now. So yeah, totally new emotes, the the animations. Um, some of them I have felt aren't like super different from the base one, but they, they are different. Right. Uh, but that guff druid comes with the druid skin and five druid card packs. Uh, you can get the Maragnaros bundle. Oh my God. It's a, it's a Murloc Ragnaros. He's adorable. Yep. Oh yeah i saw that today and i was like yep i'm getting that so i already got those bundles <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> i didn't want to forget about it uh that is also the 10 us dollars it is a new shaman skin again at that that tier two and five shaman packs uh there is the skull bear illidan skin now this is the one i was talking about where uh this is you could pay either seven us dollars or the 1000 gold and so this is a returning demon hero skin, uh, demon hunter skin. I don't know if I said that correctly. Um, that was available during the demon hunter book of heroes. So if you missed out on that bundle, you can get just the skin. It, it doesn't come with like any card packs or anything like that. It's just the skin, uh, but you can pay gold for it. 
So if you, you know, if you have some gold set aside and you want a portrait, you could do that. Or the other one, same thing, seven US dollars or 1000 gold is the Shadow Moon Gul'dan skin. So this is also the returning warlock skin. It's that tier two. So it's got its own emotes and uh, hero power. And it was previously available during the Warlock Book of Heroes release. We would all we also should note that the uh, Murloc uh, bundles that were released last week are still available through the twenty third. So for another week, you can get the Jaina Proud Murgle bundle, a Murloc version of Jaina Proudmore, a Mage portrait plus five packs for ten dollars. You've got the Mergulladin bundle, which is a Murloc Illidan portrait for Demon Hunter and five packs for $10. And then there was a Sir Finley Mergleton bundle for Paladin that was $15 that included the Sir Finley Mergleton portrait, five packs, and a special card back. So for the extra five bucks, you're getting you're getting the the card back as well. So those are available in the shop as well. So there is currently five classes that have been given the Murloc treatment. I imagine we will get the other five over the next couple weeks. But yeah, these are these are really cool and um, just. It was funny because uh, somebody asked about whether or not Laura Bailey, who does the voice of Jaina Proudmore uh, for other other things in Hearthstone, if if she did the the voiceover for this, and and it was confirmed by Matt London that she did in fact do this, and oh and so it's God. not a it's not a full it's not a full just completely in in unintelligible Murloc gurgle like noises you can actually it's basically Jaina's voice with murloc ease mixed into it and kind of has that kind of watery <laughs> sort of you know kind of throat thing going on that that a lot of the murlocs have so so she she apparently was a she that said he she was a really good sport and 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 went ahead and did this and so i'm like if you get a chance to see those portraits and see the emotes and stuff, definitely check it out because the uh, voice actors are pulling some double duty here and creating some Murloc, yes. Murloc versions of the characters we all know and love. And, and cow, I want to get all of these, but man, the price on these is just, yeah. it's a bit much. I'm going to have to pick and choose. Yeah. <laughs> these i i've been wailing uh it's it's terrible but also like i i don't want to pass up the murlocs they're too good <laughs> right uh well you want to tell us about the latest q a that has uh gone on yeah so since we last got together dean ayala did another twitter q a this is number 43 in the series uh Cards, cosmetics, and adventures were just some of the topics that Ixar covered the, uh, during the Q&A. Uh, regarding info in the, in the client, uh, somebody was asking about that, and his response was, uh, want to have more info accessible in client, just not super high on our list of features to do, uh, features that 
are very far down on the backlog always have a risk of never getting made, but it is in the backlog. So talking about trying to get more information in the end game, in the client itself, uh, but it is, it's on the list of things that they're working on. So uh, somebody asked about some of the poor performing classes in, in standard right now. And his response was, I don't, work on expansion balance anymore but warlock and priest are in the lower than average for worst classes uh of the expansion we'll try to address that with some we'll try to address some of that in the next balance patch demon hunter is a bit too strong but i wouldn't call it a surprise the best class of the expansion always hovers around a 54 to 55 percent win rate uh, Demon Hunter is in line with that, he says. And then finally, uh, regarding Ixar's favorite Hearthstone-oriented character, he said, I think Dr. Boom. I know Dr. Boom is from WoW, but I feel like Hearthstone made him into an awesome character with personality beyond his representation in the MMO. I love when we can take what already exists and expand on it. Grows that IP. That was totally self-serving me, including that last one, by the way. I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't imagine why I thought uh, it was really important that you knew how awesome Dr. Boom was. <laughs> um, I mean, really, we could just change his name to Dr. Three and, you know, it'd be good. But, there you go. There you go. You know. I, I don't know. They I guess they already adapted him, but you know, they're not gonna change in the name now too. What a bummer. <laughs> so, somebody <laughs> asked somebody asked him specifically about Reno Jackson because Dean has named his dog Reno Jackson, apparently. <laughs> and, and and he said, No, Reno Jackson's a bit goofy, which is great, just like the dog reno jackson's kind of goofy which is really great but dr boom is uh is is still a little bit higher on his list yes so well let's uh i'm gonna jump in here we don't really have any tournament stuff uh the only stuff i was going to kind of talk about last week uh, which I didn't get the chance because we didn't record. And then it didn't end up mattering, but I was going to plug the uh, the dream hack kind of qualifiers and top eight that happened last weekend, which I was going to be casting on Sunday. And then ultimately it ended up spiraling into this whole like <laughs> five minutes before we were getting in call. Like I had my makeup done, all this stuff, five minutes before call. We had a power outage, internet outage in our area that lasted multiple hours, wasn't even recognized or anything for like an hour in. And it was just, it was a whole big mess. Uh, so didn't even get to cast either. <laughs> so I'm kind of glad that uh, I didn't like hype it up and plug it and all that because it didn't end up happening. Um, and, you know, that's okay. I think uh, there there will be more in the future. So we're just going to. We're going to look forward to the next stuff, and that's okay. But there's, I think, uh, 
I think in terms of other tournaments, there the next kind of big thing coming up should be the uh, like what what are they calling it? Summer championship or something? Uh, we haven't gotten any details on that. I can't remember exactly how they're yeah. phrasing it, but I don't um, remember either. I I'm sure we'll be getting details on that fairly soon. I'd imagine since the three master stores have happened now, but. Uh, I likely that will be the next thing, so I'm gonna look forward to that. But what's even sooner than that, mage, is balance changes and buffs. I'm excited yeah. for buffs. <laughs> <laughs> so so I hear, so I hear. Yeah, so we're gonna get balance changes on Thursday. Um there is going to be nerfs to some cards that are seemingly a bit too egregiously powerful and we're going to get some buffs to try and help some of those classes that are that are really struggling to find their footing in the in the in the meta right now and so we're going to take this opportunity to talk a little bit about what we think might be uh in the cards for the thursday announcement uh i you know we've talked a little bit about some of these cards and cards that we think are really powerful um but but yeah, let's let's talk about um, where where we're at because I think I think we the consensus is Demon Hunter is too powerful, and and I think and I think the consensus also is that part of the reason it's too powerful is because of Drekthar, and there's been a lot of talk about Drekthar. And I think I think it seems like the writing is on the wall that Drekthar is going to get nerfed in some capacity for this. There just seems to be way way too much like the 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 played win rate, the the drawn win rate of 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 Drekthar in the decks that he is in is just he is so far and above everything else in the deck that it just it I would. There, there just doesn't seem to be a world where this card isn't 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 like tops on the list of being nerfed. And what that means for the people that bought the diamond version of this card, I I have no idea. Yeah. Obviously, they have a plan if they're going to nerf this card. But um, do you are you are you on the Drekthar needs needs to be nerfed camp? I have gone back and forth on that one myself like a lot because it does seem powerful it's a strong neutral so it's you know because like yeah we're seeing it in demon hunter we're also seeing it in quest hunter where it's being played there um it's been in a couple other decks and you know I've seen the argument well it wasn't you know people weren't calling for it to be nerfed before which then leads into the argument well yeah, because now it's seeming even stronger because of the four set meta, yeah. which we spent a lot of time talking about the, you know, that. So then it's made me think, well, does it need nerfed? Should they just wait until there's more cards and see if it still is? But like, at the same time, I don't know. It's It does seem so powerful. And I don't know what the change should that should happen with it is if there's a change. Right. So this is also another one that I've thought about a lot, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So so across the board, the the aggro demon hunter is 
approximately at least one at least one percent better than the next best class if you look at uh, vicious syndicate has their live data it it is it at at all legend ranks is where it's the closest uh the the second place deck is a has a 52.9 and aggro demon hunters at 53.4 but like diamond one to four it's got a two percent advantage over the next deck in there uh 2.2 percent at diamond five to ten and if you look at gold silver and bronze it actually has over a 3.2 percent advantage over the next best deck it is it is so so powerful and you know i think i don't think the mana a mana change actually fixes this issue i think the 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 issue with it is that it gives you two minions in addition to the four four minion and you know there's two things you could do you could lower the cost of Drek'thar to like three mana so then it doesn't pull three mana cards uh you could do that but i think the more reasonable approach is that it only summons one minion as opposed to two minions still nerfs it pretty pretty significantly i don't know if this is a a card that you would want to forego anything higher than a four cost minion in your deck at that point but i think I think for me, I think that's that's the suggestion I've seen, and I think that's the suggestion that makes the most sense to me. Yeah, I've I've also seen uh, suggestions of changing the stats of Drek'thar, right? To make it like uh, I, I think I've seen three three, but honestly, I would be happy even if it was like a two two, <laughs> just because like you're still getting two other bodies, right? You know, and especially when you're able to coin it out, like. Yeah, it's that's pretty hefty uh, amount of health. Generally, is is the big thing. Um, I don't know. I've I've also seen people even suggest that it just summons like some two two bodies or something. It doesn't even pull minions out of your deck. Uh, that could be a route. I'm not. Sh- I think that would fundamentally change the card too much. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know if they're gonna do that um but yeah i i definitely expect a change there i just don't know what it is that we're gonna see and i'm i am personally scared if they drop the costs of three they probably would adjust the stats on it too but i still think like because of coin you're still gonna have the same problem right like people can still get two drops pulled out of their deck and they're gonna coin that on turn two and get three bodies on turn two like that's still could be a potential problem i think so yeah i think i like that idea of just summoning one minion rather than than two i think because you're still getting the same cool effect of pulling a minion out of your deck they don't have to mess with the mana cost they don't have to mess with the body even but just one minion over two i think i i agree i think that sounds the most reasonable be- because of how powerful the demon hunter list is and and by the way i've for the last two months since the expansion came out, that's the deck that I've been playing almost exclusively. I have like 75 or 80 wins so far since since the expansion came out just playing Demon Hunter. And 
the deck is really powerful. I'm, I personally am sad that it's going to go away because I like playing the deck and I wanted to get to 500 wins and I would definitely continue to keep playing the deck if I had it. But I think, I think multi-strike is another card that has been getting a lot of press as to being a card that should be looked at because of just how powerful it is. The, the one mana adding two damage to a weapon or just being able to give your hero two, two damage and then being able to attack twice feels a bit too strong, especially when you can coordinate it with something like the, the Vanguard or the Puffer Fist or something like that. Uh, I kind of feel like you're gonna, this is going to end up being a two mana card. Uh, after after this set of balance changes, it's still going to be powerful. It's just not going to be nearly as powerful uh, as as it is currently. Yeah, I think the mana change is like the easiest to do. I think personally, I'd rather just say like you can attack two minions and mm-hmm. just like not even allow you to go face. Like I, I that's the change I would personally like to see. Sure, but I think just it's probably easier to just increase the mana cost and, and call it good. Uh, Cause I don't know, especially with multiple cards in the same deck, it's always like a, how much are they going to change from within the same deck? Cause are they just going to completely like gut the deck or yeah. what's going to happen there? So uh, yeah. It, it, so recently it feels like they've been a little on the lighter side or the lighter touch side. And in fact, they're not necessarily unwilling to nerf a card again. If, if a deck continues to be powerful, I think of the, the giant from the uh, demon seed warlock deck uh, as an example of that, where they nerfed it by one, it still was really powerful. And then they ended up nerfing it again. So I think I think what we're gonna do I think what we're going to see Drekthar is probably gonna get the a, a substantial change, but I think if they do other changes, they might do one or two other smaller changes that that might not look as impactful as 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 the Drekthar change, but it, I think in concert the the changes are going to affect are are going to are going to be impactful. Um, that being said, there is a there's still another card in there that is really good that I have some concerns about and and concerns in that it's a really powerful card. It could potentially get changed, it might not get changed and that's Lady Sathino. That card is bonkers good and I I had uh I have I'm not even leveraging it more than likely as well as I could be. I, I had a coaching session with Edelweiss from the Queen Concede podcast this week, and we beat a warrior because of that card. And, and it was because she was, you know, helping me to understand exactly how powerful and how to, how to effectively use the spells and the attack, plus the additional damage that you can get off the hero because of the rush and all, you know, and so that card's still really powerful. There is, and it very much could still be a card that might need to be addressed at some point. But again, I don't know that they're going to completely nerf everything about this deck into the ground right away. 
So this card may or may not be on that list, but it is definitely a card that I think uh, people should watch out for. I agree. I I honestly <laughs> feel like I would rather that get nerfed over multi strike. <laughs> mm, okay. But uh, yeah, Lady Lady Steno is pretty powerful. I could see that getting a like a one mana bump. Yeah, yeah, it, she's really powerful. Uh, yeah. So the only other deck that that are the really the other big bad right now in the meta is control warrior uh simply because it is the only deck that seems to be able to handle the demon hunter uh on ladder and 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 frankly with the amount of armor that that deck can generate i i really think shield shatter needs to be uh, increased in its mana cost it currently costs 10 to do a five damage aoe but goes down in cost based on the amount of armor you have and it just feels like it can be made to cost zero way way too early in the game in which there is really no way to play around it and so i i i seriously think that if you nerf demon hunter that you're going to have to nerf something about control warrior as well because it's still it's not going to be able other aggro decks or like tempo decks and that are still going to have a lot of problems with with warrior and and so i would up its cost to 12 starting so that even if you get 10 armor it still costs two to shields shatter yeah do you think do you think i'm out of my mind when i suggest that i i'm not the only one suggesting this by the way so no. i'm not gonna take credit for it but the, i agree that this is something that needs to happen no it's i i don't think it's like too over the top i think it's just one of those things that's like seems on the surface like what i really like you do that but then the more you think about it, it's like yeah it's that's reasonable i mean yeah there the fact too i think that has been blowing my mind and i even thought this today uh because i i faced several warriors today in a row on stream and it was like i thought all their armor gain stuff left like how are they still <laughs> no, you know no, gaining no like it's it it, it actually so feels like an armor it, it actually feels like well i mean shield block is now back in standard it was yeah. not in standard last year so you have so you have well that's why block. i thought because you know my you mind was like the, looking at stuff before right core. you've got the frozen <laughs> yeah. frozen buckler yeah. you you still have heavy plate uh from from uh skolomance or that skolomance but from united and stormwind uh is still in standard and then you've got like the Rokara hero power or the Rokara hero card that adds 10 armor as well. There's still other armor gain the deck could put in there that is that it's not putting in there because what they have access to is so effective just on its own. Those those three mm -hmm. spells, they've yeah. got two copies of each of those. They might run a Rancor as well. Rancor you know, doing two damage and getting two armor for every minion it kills. 
um, is, you know, it, it can be a lot of armor as well. So between those cards and then the hero card, it just feels like they're perennially at like 15 to 20 armor almost constantly in the games that I was playing. I play against them. So I, I, but I still think try and get it situations where shield shatter actually has to cost some mana would be nice because I mean, it is, it is a two sided flame strike, but it is a yeah. flame strike that they're able to do <laughs> and they can do it like literally as early as turn like three or four. It, it is, it is absolutely ridiculous to me how, how good that is. Those yeah. are the those those are the only three three cards that I'm like sure that they're going to touch. I feel like ninety nine percent sure those three cards are going to get touched. Uh, there's some other cards like Lady Sathino that I'm I I'm concerned about the defend the dwarven district, the the actual hunter the quest I think feels really powerful. It would get nerfed. If Drek'thar gets nerfed, because that that deck is running a Drek'thar package that usually includes, you know, some Vipers and and the Legendary yeah. that does damage, uh, so that might be enough for it. But I still feel like it's really easy for them to complete their quest, and and maybe maybe one step of that should have an extra a third spell that needs to needs to do damage in order for that to happen. I don't know. I, I, I don't think they're going to nerf it in this, in this set, but I, it's, it's a deck I'm still concerned with, despite the fact that it might actually get a nerf with the Drek'thar nerf. Do you think it needs nerfed? Mm. Yeah, but I don't know on this one either because it's like it feels like it has gotten a little bit worse but I think it's just because we're seeing so much demon hunter that just kills the, like can kill it pretty fast. Right. <laughs> so I think like if demon hunter gets nerfed I do think like yeah Drek'thar would nerf quest hunter but I still think the quest hunter has enough. I, I think um you either switch back to the older versions that still run the Drek'thar, but like run kind of like the the spell damage Naga stuff again, mm-hmm. um, or just put in a couple more spells. The the problem right now is that there's not like as many great spells that deal damage. Uh, right. Some of the more impactful ones did rotate out, so I I do think de- that the Quest Hunter could still be really good if demon hunter kind of goes away more. So I am worried about it, but I don't know if nerfing the quest line itself is also going to be a thing. I could yeah. see maybe bumping up one of the stages by one more spell. Right. Maybe not like all three. That, that no, would be overkill. I, I think no, but like I think one stage. I think yeah, like, like the, I if the first, that. if the first stage took three spells and then yeah. two and then two, I, yeah, I, I think I think that it would push back the, you know, you wouldn't see so many turn five, turn six, uh, you know, tavishes as it feels yeah. like you do right now. So 
Again, I don't know for sure that that's a card that's going to be touched. It's just one I'm concerned with. The other one I'm concerned with, and I think Daring's brought it up, is the Spite Lash Siren. That is the 4-mana 2-5 Naga that after you play Naga, refresh 2-mana Crystals, and then you play Spell, and it refreshes 2-mana Crystals. The Seeing that card go off on turn like 5 or turn 6... And they go from having nothing on the board to a full board plus a bunch of cards plus your board is gone and there's just nothing you can do about it feels really bad. And you're just, it's it's an APM test, whether or not you've got a good connection, whether or not you're playing on a computer versus your phone, because I don't feel like that's something you want to try doing on your phone very well, very well, but... Again, it's not a card I think is guaranteed to get touched, but man, that 2-5 to get rid of that card, and then just the fact that they can play, you know, treasure guards, they can play, you know, a whole bunch of spells, they can freeze your board, and it just, you feel helpless once that card gets put down, and they just start going off, and they just never seem to not have enough mana, or never seem to be out of mana. Do you, do you think yeah. this card should get looked at? Uh, I don't know. I, I personally haven't felt like I've had a super like big problem with it. So it makes me be like, nah, maybe it's fine. <laughs> but also I know that my experience alone is probably not the complete best judge of if a card should get nerfed for everyone. Sure. Uh, so... I don't know. I think right now I'm going to say I I think it's okay. But I also feel like that deck has been one that uh, has felt like it's more dependent on also how the decks around it are. Yeah. Like, I I do think some decks can answer it and then it turns out fine. But it's just a matter of, like, if those decks that can deal with it are prevalent then it doesn't need touched, but if not, then it will become a problem. But sure, I, I think for now, sense. I'm going to say it's like, I'm going to say no for right now. I'd really rather just see the Demon Hunter stuff change and kind of see like how the meta evolves from there. Sure. So is there is there any other cards that you think are definitely going to get balance changed in the in the in the patch on thursday or are there any other cards that you're concerned about that you think should be should be watched very closely especially if we're going to have a balance patch on thursday Mm. no i think we covered the ones that i i think need need nerfed you you could you could also maybe put guff the hero card guff on the list of of watch if if suddenly demon hunter isn't very it isn't as good i think part of the thing that is keeping uh druid uh from being really powerful uh is is the demon hunter um and and that could potentially be really powerful again if if demon hunter is not as powerful so th- that's maybe one other card that i would say i'm concerned with um, let's talk about buffs a little bit here. I've, I've got some ideas on things I think could get buffed, uh, with this patch. I, I think 
it go it, it you know they talked about priest and warlock and if you go to the homepage of hsreplay.net and you look at win rates for classes i, I mentioned this earlier we have four classes that have a 50 percent win rate or better leading Demon Hunter, Paladin, Hunter, and then Warrior. Those are the four that are above. You then have three classes. You have one class, Mage, that's just under 50%, 49.4. You have Druid is sixth place with 48%. Then you have a pretty big, a, a, a pretty sizable drop-off to Shaman, 46.2%. And then you've got Priest, you've got Rogue, and you've got warlock those three classes are all at 41 percent for one warlock is exactly 41 percent rogue 41.1 priest 41.2 these are the classes that desperately desperately need help and uh i, I i'm gonna throw out some suggestions uh, for Rogue, I think that we they've talked about Tooth of Nefarian. That is the three-mana card that does three damage uh, that can go face or kill a minion. But if it's got honor, if it honorably kills, you get a a card from another class. I would like to see the the honorable kill part and just make it give it to three mana, three damage, discover a spell. Or discover a card from another class. Just do not have the honorable kill on that. It just it, it it's dumb, and it would help. It would help the uh, kind of the burgle rogue. And I also think Wild Paw Knowles should go back down to five mana. You know, they ner- when it was when it was a problem, it was five mana, and it was a four or five. They made it six mana and made it a three five. And now we don't have the, um, we we don't have the, I forgot what the card is that makes you, uh, makes you so you can't be attacked for a turn. What was that called? Completely forgot it. Cloak of Shadows? Yeah, Cloak of Shadows is not in standard anymore. So you can have, so you Noel can be a little bit better. And, and so you have the option of you could give it back that attack. You could give it, uh, you could do the the mana change, bring it back to where it was. I think you should do the mana change to make it easier to get down while still also not being a complete, you know, it, it can handle things, you know, two and three mana wise um, just fine. So, and that, and that would also, you know, if they did something with Tooth and Nefarian, that would be another card that you could put in the Burgle Rogue package, uh, and then Noel could be the you know could be a little bit better that way as well. So th- those would be some cards I would look at for Rogue. I know Jay Alexander has has suggested that those are are cards that he'd like to see uh, get buffed. I'm sure they're not the only ones, um, but but those would be some cards that I would look at. And then Warlock. I really want the Murloc Warlock to work. I really, really want it to work. So if I if I had my way, I would buff Rock Bottom 
That is the uh, that is the one mana. I think it's one mana. One mana spell that says summoning one one Murloc, then dredge. If it's also a Murloc, summon one more. And what I would do is I would keep it one mana and I would make them two two Murlocs. We've had just static two two Murlocs before. That's one thing I would do. I would make Gigafin seven mana instead of eight mana. I don't know if that is. I don't know that that is a card that goes in that deck necessarily, but that is a, a change I think you could make, and it wouldn't. It would make a a Murloc deck a little bit better. It could make a control deck a little bit better because you could combo that with, say, like if you were playing a Curse of Agony deck, you'd be able to play on the same turn that you played the Gigafin. You'd be able to play the uh, the like a blood shard bristleback if you were playing that you'd be able to play the uh the syracus cultus or whatever it's the three mana two three naga that gives your opponent an abyssal crystal or abyssal curse oh, yeah. yeah um so so the you know just the difference between what you can do at two mana and the what you can do at three mana, I think, is pretty big. And so I would like to I'd like to be able to do something for three mana along with the Gigafin in the same turn. So those would be some changes I would suggest for Warlock. I tried looking for priest. I tried to come up with some suggestions for priest. I'm just not a very good priest player, so nothing jumped out to me as as things I would change for those classes for that class. Um. What what would you do? You have any thoughts on on what you would on what you would buff? I think I think shaman could get a buff as well, given where they're at. Um, yeah. I'm not I, I'm not quite sure what that what that buff would look like, but I think they could they could use a a buff as well to try and make something they're doing, maybe something that isn't like the burn shaman. Uh, may you know yep. make some other thing for shaman uh better than just that burn package with with the uh bioluminescence yes that is actually exactly what i've been looking at i think something for a more aggressive low curve style um shaman is what i would like to see buffed uh something i i don't know exactly how it would work here but something along the lines of working with the mana tide or not mana tide totem the um oh my gosh where'd the it go anchored the flame totem? tongue oh oh or, or the yeah. flame tongue okay a- anchored totem and flame tongue both sure uh, sure you know something where you want to be having like minions on the board especially like smaller things um so yeah if anybody that doesn't remember what the anchored totem is it's the it did just come out but it's the two mana zero three totem that after you summon a one cost minion give it plus two plus one that's a lot of stats and it's seeing no play terrible no (laughs) play whatsoever and bloodlust is back in core it's just it's not even a thing because there's just there's nothing good so something to help out a more board-based shaman, I think I would like, or, or earlier game shaman is what I'm looking at. Um, I just, I don't know, but probably something with those those couple of totems, I'd imagine, is what uh, that or like 
a one drop helping out a one drop like maybe even making spawn pool forager which is the uh the one mana one two murloc that the death rattle summon a one one tiny fin uh which by the way the tiny fin that summons is the one one dire muck tiny fin and please go check out that uh artwork because it is my favorite and i literally have a tattoo of that artwork because i love it so much um so I would totally love to see that card buffed uh, and see play just so that every time I can be like, it's my tattoo. <laughs> um, but something like that, I think, is is kind of where I'm leaning. Um, in terms of Warlock, I've seen some other people saying this, and I completely agree. I really hope that we do not see buffs to the curse stuff. Yeah. Because I, I think those can be really powerful. And if they're too powerful, then that could be really bad because there's there's really no like playing around it or anything like that. So, yeah, you were right. The the warlock curse stuff is not very good. And I am glad <laughs> I, I am. Glad I am glad, too. <laughs> I did not want to lose to that garbage. Yeah, I, I, I distinctly remember losing to bombs and I did not like losing to bombs. And this yeah. feels like it's going to be just as terrible to lose that way. So, yeah, I, I totally, totally get it. So. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at. I am also a little curious as to if they will do any buffs on neutrals, but I'm also hesitant because it's again, like neutrals for me are like the fine line, right? Cuz it's like, well, if you make neutrals too strong, then that's where we get like the Drek'thar and Zephyrus and Keliseth and like, you know, neutrals becoming too powerful do become an issue. I don't know how much they would have to buff a neutral to make it that, but that's why I'm like, maybe they won't really buff any neutrals. I'm not really sure what neutrals they would buff, though, to be honest. Like, you nothing, like, comes out at, like, the first thing that'd be like, oh my gosh, if they buffed this. I don't know. Yeah, I, I still think, like... Warlock to me is always going to be the zoo deck. And to me, I would really love to see a zoo warlock deck work again, whether it be Murloc uh, focus deck or otherwise. So like another card that they could consider is the shady bartender. That's the five mana four, four tradable that says battle cry, give your demons plus two plus two. Think about if that card was four mana, a four mana four, four that gave your demons plus two plus two, then you know, you start looking at I'd some of the, you, you'd you start looking at, at things, you know, you've got Voidwalker, you've got Flame Imp, you've got, uh, you know, you've got the Bloodbound Imp, if you're willing to take a little damage, you still have Imp Gang Boss that is back in standard now this year, you've got Tiny Knight of Evil, if we were doing Discard, which we're not, but it's another demon, There, there's a bunch of low-cost demons that if you were... If you had a good payoff like the Shady Bartender um, that was a bit better costed, uh, that could actually potentially bring that card back, you know, that that type of deck back into into the meta a little bit. So. All right. Any other any other things uh, that we want to talk about as far as buffs or, or, or should we move on to the poll question? 
No, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm excited for buffs. I hope the buffs are impactful. I mean, I'm sure nerfs will be. Nerfs always feel at least pretty impactful, but the buffs are kind of iffy sometimes. So I, I, I am looking forward to the buffs, especially. Yeah, no, I, I am as well, as much as I don't want to see the, the demon hunter, the aggro demon, naga demon hunter list go it's probably it's probably time and so so it's uh uh i hope it's still playable when it's all said and done but i hope it's not the the tyrant that it is that it is currently so regarding our pool question for this week we we now know there's going to be a Brawliseum next week. So we want to know from you, are you looking forward to the return of the Brawliseum? Are you like me and you're probably not going to uh, dip your toe into the Brawliseum? Or are you going to be like Dragon Rider and, uh, and, and hit it hard and try and get some of those sweet, sweet rewards? Your, your answers are yes, no, or not sure. Vote. Tell us what you think about the Brawliseum, and we will share the results on next week's show. Speaking of the show, you can find us on Twitter at Dr3HS. You can email the show Dr3HS at gmail.com and check out our top pinned tweet to jump into our Discord and join our discussion in there. Unfortunately, Daring is not here, so he can't plug his stuff, but we will make sure we plug it for him. So, Make sure you head on over to check out everything that Daring has been doing on Twitter at Daring Alkaline or Daring Alkaline on Twitch. He's been doing a lot of streams, still trying to push for affiliates. So it'd be really great if we could get some people hanging in there when he goes live. Yes, uh, as definitely. For, yeah, he's he's like so close too, which is like, I, I I know that feeling and I know how frustrating it is to feel like you're so close and then like watch it dip down again. So, you know, yeah, turn on the notifications, make sure you follow, turn on notification, check his, his Twitter there. He's been posting when he's going live so that you can hop in and try to be there. Um, for myself, you can find me on Twitter at Donnie DK. That's D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K. Twitch and YouTube, Dragon Rider DK. And anything else that's going on, you can join in my Discord or pretty much find on Twitter or whatever else that I'm doing. Uh, but that's kind of it for now as for me i guess i don't really have any like exciting news but um mage where can we find you uh you can find me on twitter talking about hearthstone i've been playing a lot of battlegrounds trying out the new patch there uh was able to hit legend last night with demon hunter before the balance patch uh goes live this week uh, as well as Sea of Thieves. I played on our community day in Sea of Thieves over the weekend, gained about 30 levels in the reward track for that. So you can find me on Twitter talking about all of that, at Mage Death. And we've only got two episodes left. Three three episodes left. No, oh, two episodes left of the Phases of the Moon Knight podcast talking about all things Moon Knight. We uh, just did a... Very long, very extensive recap of season one of the TV show. So if you're interested in that, please come check out the show. Uh, And then we're doing an episode on the 
most recent comics, and then we're doing a comic wrap-up. Wrap up, and then we're going to be moving on to an entirely different comic book series. So, uh, check that out. Uh, we are on Twitter. We are at Phases of MK. And thank you all for tuning in this week. And hopefully, Daring will be feeling better. We'll be all three back next week. But for now, that is it. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Doctor Three. Get well and see you soon, Daring. Boom.